What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pound Threes Gaming Podcast. This is episode 18. I'm really stoked to have this guest on. This is somebody I haven't connected with since high school. And uh, turns out we lived like within six miles of each other for two years in San Francisco. So that's just great. Um, but I'm really like excited to get into this because we definitely talked a lot of gaming in classes in high school. And I'm pretty interested to see what has happened since then um, and how it kind of all started for her because um, at that point, I think we were talking about games like Assassin's Creed and other stuff like that. And so um, I'm really, really excited to hear about how it all started. So um, without further ado, I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Annie Luke, and my gamer tag is Top Weeb, which makes sense because I want to have my own anime podcast and I also work in manga and anime myself. So Hell yeah. Um, tell me the uh, podcast name again. Uh, it's called Love It or Weeb It. Okay. Um, so we just talk about new anime series and like if it's like worth watching or not. Hell yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to put it in the, I'm going to put it in the episode details because Thank I, you. we're going to start listening to it. I told Ava, she's stoked. Um, so we're <laughs> definitely going to be tuning in, but, um, yeah, I am stoked to like get into this because I want to know where everything started for you and, and how that experience was. Um, and I'm definitely aware that, um, my last like four episodes have been, pretty similar because um, I'm playing the same games with these guys that I've had on. And most of those are either Call of Duties or Battlefields or, you know, just your very general or generic uh, first person shooter games. And I'm really excited to get into something different and also hear about um, your experience uh, with gaming. So tell me how this all started and uh, let's get into it. Okay. Like the origins of me as a gamer, I guess. The origins of Annie Luke's gaming story. <laughs> um, okay. When I was a kid, um, like my mom actually had like a daycare running out of our house okay. and we had a family friend who was like, Hey, here's a bunch of hand-me-down game consoles. And so at, all a at bunch. once, yeah, all at once I got like the PlayStation one, I got the Nintendo 64, I got the Sega Genesis. Oh um, my God. So like, but at that time, I'm pretty sure like the PlayStation 2 was already out. Like, uh -huh. so I was behind, but I was yeah, like, um, absolutely, I will be playing these. So I was like playing like what, like Toe Jam and Earl and like <laughs> other hand-me-down games that people had yeah. given us, like Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, hell uh, yeah. <laughs> all those things. And then eventually I was like, oh, there's new things out. So we ended up <laughs> getting like the PlayStation 2. Okay. Um, I think we got a hand-me-down Xbox also. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then I just like, like as a family, we got like the GameCube and Sweet. Like, that evolved into all of us wanting to get like the PlayStation 3 when that came out. And then mm -hmm. I got the Xbox 360. Okay. And now I mostly just play on PC and okay. I have a Switch for Nintendo things. Yeah. I don't do it because I think like PC Master Race. I do it because I'm lazy. <laughs> okay i Tell don't want to keep buying consoles yeah yeah please definitely. stop upgrading them with minimal <laughs> changes <laughs> we can definitely dive into that um i definitely want to hear more of your opinions on that but um talking about you know getting a a bunch of consoles and what was that like at the house and um what what do you remember fondly you said toe jam and earl which is a great game diddy kong racing is epic um, I had a PlayStation one, so I'm kind of curious what you were playing on that. Um, and what, what do you remember about that? Because like the PlayStation one, two controller slots, right? In fact, mm -hmm. um, gamers doing things just posted a, a picture of 
for guys waiting in line outside of either a GameStop or a video game store playing a PlayStation 1 waiting for the PS2 release. And uh, they have this big honky controller splitter coming off of the PS1 because didn't have four slots. And um, what I always found interesting is that Nintendo has always had four player games and they've always been about bringing people together to play together. Um, Xbox did the same thing right off the bat. PlayStation has always been the two slot and oh, buy another product to split it into four player, um, which I thought was interesting because my gaming experience has been very um, personal. I'm like a single player campaign heavy player. Um, I do the online thing and I definitely play a lot of Call of Duty and different games like that. But my bread and butter is definitely like me uh, immersing myself in a single player campaign game. And I, I think that has a lot to do with just the um, the infrastructure and the setup of a PlayStation 1. So I'm kind of curious what you thought about that setup and then what games are you playing with those those consoles? <clears throat> well, I have a lot of siblings. So I- we were always like, either fighting over the consoles or the TVs, or we were like, had to agree upon a game and play together. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time it was like, whatever my brother was playing, I just either played along with him mm-hmm. or like, I just like watched. <laughs> yeah. It was like a single player game. Um, but eventually like when we had other things to, like there was other consoles and he could take it to the other room. Yeah. Also the charm of those older consoles that I miss very much is like the memory cards. You take yes. them and you move them to a different machine. Yes. And the um, the the game boxes, I guess you would call them, what the games mm-hmm. came in, had a slot for the memory card. So yes. you take the game and the memory card to your friend's place and play that and plug in and be like, oh, I'm this far in the game. And they're like, oh, that's weak. I'm this far in the game. Yeah. And they're like, you suck. I can only play for two hours. Like, anyways, um, that is a huge throwback and definitely the charm. Um, of those consoles because everything is online cloud storage um, and it's it's not personal anymore and I still the games that I really like like I'm still buying physical copies of Assassin's Creed I'm still buying Mm -hmm. physical copies I bought a physical copy of like Red Dead Redemption 2 Horizon Zero Dawn like I I enjoy that and I enjoy having those Um, but some games I'm just like I don't care for that game so all I want is is I want the digital copy so yeah I definitely appreciate you bringing back that charm because that was huge with those games back in the day it's like having that memory card and if it like if you spilled something on it or if you lost it god forbid you lost your memory card um but it's just so much different now but it was because now it's really difficult because a lot of games i've bought multiple times on different consoles like i bought Mm. like stardew valley i don't know if you've played that not yet i love it okay um i bought it on my switch first And then some friends wanted to play together and they didn't have it on Switch. I was like, okay, it's $15. And I bought it on PC. Uh-huh. And then it was on sale for your phone. So I bought it on my phone just to see what it was like. Uh-huh. And, the mobile side. Yeah. And there's no way for you to transfer saves between any of them. And I was like, oh, I wow. really wish, because like I had a farm, because it's just like a game where you're just farming. I was like, okay. I had a farm I had put like a hundred hours into uh-huh. on my Switch. And I was like, I kind of want to play that on my computer now. Yeah. But alas, I cannot. But so you have started three farms. I have, I have started probably six or seven farms, <laughs> and one of them has like a hundred hours, and then the other ones all have like 20, 30. Uh-huh. and that's like this game like ruined my life. But it's, like, <laughs> it's just like a simple. Well, it's not simple. It's actually a very beautiful game. 
about okay. farming, but cool. is it, is it like, is it more about the simulation or is it more about kind of the, um, what, what is that? What is that like? Like, let's like, dive into this one. Let's see. Have you played Harvest Moon? I've definitely heard about it. I haven't played okay. it. Okay. So it's kind of, okay. So it's like, it's pixel art for Stardew Valley. So okay. it's just really cute. It, the fascinating thing about Stardew Valley that I think is super impressive it was all made entirely by one guy. He did oh, the art, wow. he did the uh, music, he did the mm -hmm. coding, everything. Like wow. just this one guy. Now uh, he has like a team after uh -huh. it came out, but like he worked like for years, like by yeah. himself, like shout out to, I think his girlfriend at the time was like supporting him. Uh -huh. um, and then she's like, I believe in you. And then like, <laughs> he like, now he's like good for her. Yeah. Um, he better have married her. But, um, <laughs> but like he made this game like all by himself and wow. there's so many different layers to it because at first it's like oh you're just farming and you like mm -hmm. plant your seeds and like go to the store mm -hmm. and then you like unlock the mines and, is like, it a is it a character running around or is it mm -hmm. more okay gotcha so it's like it's like a 2d kind yeah. of like character running around like kind of like those old like pokemon games yeah it's like very much that feel yeah but like you unlock like oh suddenly there's monsters that show up in like certain areas that you okay have to fight. so you have to upgrade your weapons and then mm -hmm. like sell more food to get more weapons and like mm -hmm. stuff like that and then there's new areas and it's just like the more so you it sounds play, like a like a really uh rewarding exploration rpg to be 2d style to me so far yeah and it like it's fun because it resets because you have to be in bed by a certain time like it keep the clock oh. keeps ticking and if you're not back in your bed sleeping mm -hmm. like you like lose your money you lose your items or like wow i really like that mechanic so like you have a time limit for what you can do in a day and you have to like keep going. Yeah. And it's just like, every time I play, I'm like, okay, one more day, yeah. one more day, it's fine. And like, it's very addicting, yeah. but like, I'm obsessed with it. I've played yeah. it. It's also kind of like a dating sim, like there's characters you can romance. So there's okay. like that aspect. Yeah. Um, so people re replay it to like marry each character. Yeah, each character and see how that story, yeah. <laughs> so it's like- wow so much you can do in that small game and like shout out to that one guy i can't yeah, remember definitely. his name but like good for him <laughs> yeah i'll put it in here because I'll, I'll go search for it but that is a gnarly passion project story that's turned mm -hmm. out to be so strong and available on switch pc mobile gaming like wow it's huge yeah it just got a physical release i think last year gotcha but before that it was like all just digital and i'm like uh -huh. I'm proud of him. I don't know him, but I'm proud of him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, okay. So rolling back to after you get kind of this cluster of consoles and oh, you know, yes. you're fighting with your brother and trying to play games and trying to pick the TV and stuff like that. Um, you said you moved up to a PlayStation 2 and an Xbox. I had both mm -hmm. of those consoles too um, because the, and it's, We'll, we'll talk about exclusives because that's a huge topic now, especially with Microsoft buying Bethesda and, and how that's going to turn out. Like it's going to be um, very interesting. But um, back then, I feel like exclusives were even more exclusive um, because now there's crossplay and they're really trying to get the whole gaming community. It's all a capitalistic approach, but they're trying to get the gaming community all together and play in different, um, you know, with different consoles and PC and stuff like that. But anyways, back in the day, it was very much like, you are not playing Halo without an Xbox. You are not playing Ratchet and Clank without a PlayStation. So um, what games were you playing on both of them? And um, what were you preferring between the two of them? Because that's a very different experience on both those sides. So 
Um, what was your experience with that? Um, I think on PlayStation, mm-hmm. a lot of the games were like Final Fantasy. Hell yeah. And like, especially like the PlayStation one, I had Final Fantasy seven. Okay. Um, I played some of it and I got distracted by like all the other games. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's, it's a long game. I was about so to say discs. very in depth. Yeah. You're flipping discs just to get through it. That in and of itself is like, Oh my God, do I even physically want to put in the next disc to keep continue with this yeah. game? And like, by the time I had gotten that game, mm-hmm. like I PlayStation twos were already out. And then when I got like, like, so like the graphics difference was like kind yeah. of crazy. And then I started playing, um, kingdom hearts Uh-oh. which i made like my whole personality for a few years <laughs> like i wore sora's necklace and like, like that's embarrassing but like i did do that yeah um and like i was in love with those games like two is the superior game three sorry it was a letdown Ooh, um, it was yeah i'm sorry <laughs> um no um if if i may let's dive into kingdom hearts because that's <clears throat> many would argue that that's one of the best gaming trilogies like of all time because mm-hmm. you're hitting disney characters you have that final fantasy feel it's a really really addicting fun game and it's so grand right the the mm-hmm. ideas that they approach and um like i said the disney characters in it really kind of elevate the game um because it's so easily approachable of like wait what i get to play with goofy and mickey mouse and donald duck what the heck actually um, I have a meme on my fridge <clears throat> and it was so funny that I printed it out, but um, it is the cast of uh, Kingdom Hearts and they all have their weapons. They're like going to go into a battle and mm-hmm. Donald Duck has like a nine millimeter pistol. <laughs> and it's like Donald doesn't give up, you know, yeah. a bleep. and it is, it's just something that Ava showed me and I laughed out loud and printed it it's so funny but anyways um tell me more about that game and like what struck you um about it and what made it so fun for you to play and like why why was it so amazing to you uh well it was very beautiful especially covering off of like the other consoles like I did love I did love my PlayStation 1 and I did love like playing Sonic on like Mm. what was it the Genesis god Mm -hmm. um but then as soon as like I started playing Kingdom Hearts I was like wow, this is beautiful. Um, so much bigger. <clears throat> so much bigger. And like, it opens up too with like this big like cut scene mm-hmm. and like with music. And I was like at a young enough age where I was like, this is probably the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh- <laughs> it's a Disney movie. And and like as big as a Disney movie that you're holding a controller and controlling the character. Mm-hmm. Where it's like that just met both worlds for us of just like okay I can control a movie and it's super fun to play it's not like this gimmicky pixely mess it's actually something cool to look at yeah no it it hit that I mean it I would say it's definitely like a trendsetter um and it just hit it met the moment for Mm -hmm. sure with that with Disney being so huge in the 90s and then coming into early 2000s yeah I I I think it really hit people like especially around our age yes like it was like a great time for it because we're just fresh off that childhood train into like video games and it was like very fun playing them now maybe that's why no I think everyone agrees that three was kind of a miss because it like Mm -hmm. you took 15 years yes game (laughs) um and it was like kind of didn't like follow through on like the emotional like punches that the other ones gave you I think and then also now that I'm old 
Um, <laughs> some of it's just hilarious. Like in yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2, even it was funny. Like there's like a scene where like, spoiler, I guess if you haven't played Kingdom Hearts 2, but like yeah. Goofy, I think is like dead-ish because uh-huh. he gets hit with a boulder. And then Mickey Mouse comes up and he's like, they'll pay for this in his Mickey <laughs> voice. And I'm like, that's just kind of stupid. I can hear it right now. Yeah. Oh my and it's God. like, like playing it as a kid, I was like, oh my God, Mickey's yeah. about to go off. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't mess Get with the Get out mouse. of his way. <laughs> but now I've, I've watched that. And I'm just like, what in the world was this game? <laughs> like, and why did I buy so much like merch from it? Like embarrassing. <laughs> like ugh. now being yeah. like back at home also, I still have some of it. And I was like, oh mm. my God. This is <laughs> Hey, we were uh, we were doing all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, it, it had it had such an effect on us. I mean, truly emotionally. I mean, you're we're and I'm not saying we're not developing now, but especially at that age, and especially with those characters that had defined um, a lot of the a lot of the generational stories of like somebody goes on a quest, or you're helping out a friend, or you get betrayed. What do you do? Like all of those. Um, idioms and morality questions we were watching through Disney movies and so that's really kind of where uh, our morality was a lot of it was founded or, or flourished um, and like I said then you throw in a character that you can control with those characters and so Goofy dying if and I, I don't know why I didn't play those games because one of my really good friends she played those games she loved them um, that would have been soul crushing to watch yeah. like I'm sorry, what? One of the yeah. main Disney characters died in this game? Like, is he out there? Is he okay? He comes he back. Out? Yeah. But he, I think he got hit with a boulder. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, did Goofy just get hit with a boulder? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he did. But don't yeah. worry, Mickey's got it. He's a cute yeah. master, which... <laughs> I just... Also, Kingdom, Han- Kingdom Hearts fans deserve to get bullied. And I'll say that as one because uh-huh. they say dumb stuff like when when someone turns evil because like this such like the the plot of kingdom hearts is not great okay like, to understand it's like this okay. mixed match of things mm. but when a character turns evil they call it like getting norted and i'm like you guys really need to get shoved into a locker because like this is norted? embarrassing norted and oh, i don't no. like i'm not gonna tell people not to like something but like yeah maybe keep it on the dl y'all like you're ruining it for all of us <laughs> um so <sighs> what um obviously three coming out 15 years later um and i i watch a youtuber that that's his all-time favorite trilogy um and he i think he thought that it was somewhat of a letdown but also the nostalgia just drove the whole game um what what exactly kind of fluttered and failed in three? And I definitely am aware that releasing a game 15 years later as a sequel, um, that is incredibly difficult to do because everyone that played that game, uh, it was 15 years ago. Like mm-hmm. you could even consider the impact that many people probably passed away in the time that they played Kingdom Hearts 2 and never saw Kingdom Hearts 3, which is kind of a, a very dark thought to think on a Saturday morning, but at the same time, 15 years apart. And, and you don't expect that the people that played that game in, um, you know, 20, what have that been? 
15 years ago, 20, 2005, 2004, yeah. 2003, you know, that, that era that they're going to have different expectations, different lives, different, all of that stuff. So um, trying to manage that development must've been insane, but tell me a little bit more about Kingdom Hearts 3 and what, what you really thought about it. I think one of its biggest failings is that you can feel that they started and stopped production on it so many times. Oh, ouch. Cause it's just, it doesn't feel as like cohesive as the other mm. ones. Like, I also feel like we all were really disappointed because they showed um, Kyrie, like the main female character from the first two games. Well, mm-hmm. the first game, she's not really there. They, they showed her with like her keyblade and was like, oh, she's gonna fight. She's mm. gonna be here. We're finally getting her time in the sun. Um, no, we don't. We don't really get her as much okay. as like we hoped. Uh-huh. She's just kind of there. Okay. Um, and also, they had come out with what, like six or seven other Kingdom Hearts games in between. Right. Yes. Right. And they didn't like not enough of that. I think was implemented into the story to make it worth it for me to have played all those other games. Oh, okay. So they just picked up out of two and just kind of like push those releases to the side and we're like like some of the stuff like the lore is there but it's so confusing that if you only played one two and three Mm. it's a lot's lost on you if you've only played three there's no way like (laughs) like i'm so sorry but if you didn't play like what was it rechain of memories Mm -hmm. or birth by sleep or three five eight days over two which also come on with the names yeah, um, I did. yeah it's just oh, there were so many other ones too mm. like coded or recoded like no thank you I don't want to yeah. <laughs> I had and they were all on different consoles like birth by sleep was on PSP like exclusively oh man um what was what else was there um coded was on I think either your phone or the DS good god um and then chain of memories was only I think on Game Boy I want to say like Game mm-hmm. Boy Advance and then they trans uh, they did an emulation for like a redo for PS2 mm-hmm. and it's like how many consoles do I have to have to play your game <laughs> yeah so like at a certain point you just like want to stop playing yeah and then it's just like three after all that work this is like you give me kind of like something that feels patched together over a bunch mm-hmm. of years um so kind of a letdown. Yeah, it's like, hey, take another year just to yeah. button this thing up. Like you, you already take... took 15. <laughs> yeah, like don't release this thing like a patchwork. And I'm sure there's like, I always think about kind of the market trends and like where they're trying to slot in the game. Like a big one is Cyberpunk 2077 and how they tried to release that before the next gen consoles. And it is just a, a, a mess. mess it's an a disaster mess. and you can just tell that someone from the top was just like uh no i don't really care about you guys i am just releasing this thing as soon as the next gen cons- consoles are coming out because we're cashing in and you yeah. can just you can tell that's what they did and what's so sad about that game is they developed it on current gen for six or seven years and then it doesn't work on any of the current gen which is just yeah insane to me but anyways the point that i'm making is just like you can tell sometimes that you know the the top of the top is just like no we're releasing this game this year and they're like uh oh uh we haven't touched that game in two years like yeah i know but you're releasing it this year so figure it out and it's just like damn it's also that because it's so entwined with disney 
mm-hmm. that I'm sure like the process for getting things approved was like, oh, a yeah. pain. And also Disney's ownership of things kept changing. Yep. So it's like, I mean, they kept getting new stuff, but it's like the decisions of what's more relevant at this time. Like they mm-hmm. added Tangled, like that world to it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people were like, are they adding Star Wars? Like, are they uh-huh. adding more Marvel stuff? Like what's going on? Yeah. Um, but I feel like the pressures of all these new properties and like probably like the process of getting everything ready for it, just like in the Took end. Took over it. Yeah, because 15 years ago, Disney was not as, I mean, they were still powerful, yeah. but they weren't like as big of a monopoly as they are now. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. So I feel like it would have been easier like early on when they got these first games out. Yeah. But now I was just like, <sighs> that's tough. I'm old. That's tough. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be let down by Goofy again. No, Damn it. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Donald's weak healing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so you know, jumping back into the PS2 and Xbox life cycles, um, what what else were you playing on that? Because I think that was mostly PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So what what were you hitting on um, the Xbox side of things? Okay, so Xbox was like a very different experience. Definitely. I was more like into PlayStation for like Kingdom Hearts and like Final Fantasy, like those things. When it was Xbox, I think ninety percent of the time on my Xbox was like Halo. Yeah. And like, uh, not not the single player mode. I really didn't care. I played through all of the single player mode with my brother. I think at one point we okay. did like co op. Uh huh. Um, was that Halo Reach that we did that on? I don't remember. That yeah, was- it would have been Reach or maybe ODST, but yeah. <clears throat> but a lot of it was just like playing online with friends, mm-hmm. and like or just like online and like fighting random people. It's so like that was the console I went to, and I was like, all right, we're getting online today. Yeah. Not when I was like, let's just sit down with like a story for me. Yeah. The other one was like, you have to be social today. And Xbox. <laughs> um, I'm really curious what your experience was of getting into online gaming because my experience, um, I was hesitant to get into online gaming. So tell me a little bit about what, what was that like? Because that, that was a huge leap, um, for gaming and it's the most popular thing and most, um, uh, profitable thing right now for gaming is, is online and things like Epic games and, and, you know, Apex legends and Warzone and stuff. It's just, it's just a money train. So, um, and that's all because of the online factor and people connecting. So how, what was that experience like when it started for you? Um, so I was lucky enough that I had some friends that were like already, okay. already into that. And they're like, why don't you play with us? And I was like, okay, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And um, was bad then, and I'm bad now. But <laughs> I still had fun. Yeah. Um, I do not usually play online games by myself, mm-hmm. or I didn't back then, especially. I like I like the friendship aspect of it. Yeah. And like I play these games to like play them with my friends. Like I've played Apex last night with my friends. Okay. Like, a big call, and like we all play our games. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially back then, and like Halo, because voice chat was just like such a prominent feature of it yeah i feel like now like it's more common that people just don't talk on Mm -hmm. the voice chat and that's fine but Mm -hmm. then like a lot of people were talking and so i'd like say something and then i still sound like a child but i sounded (laughs) even more like a child then they're like are you eight years old are you an eight-year-old boy or are you a girl and i'd be like and i'd be like 
I'm going to say eight-year-old boy so I don't get hate-crimed in this. Um, <laughs> so I don't get hate-crimed in here. And then people would be like, oh, okay, he's, like, really young. Like, guys, let's be nice to him. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Like, a 15-year-old girl. I was like, yes, I'm an eight-year-old boy. Please be nice and help me. And, like, so oh my God. it wasn't with friends. So yeah. I was like, maybe I just won't do this. Yeah. Because I also played, like, an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> so not good, but because it's a very intimidating definitely um, realm like i also started playing like league of legends after that oh sweet Um, okay and even though there's no voice chat people are so mean oh yeah oh my god (laughs) they're awful and so again i have to play with my friends and even then sometimes your friends get mad at you yeah they're just as bad we have to like stop playing so i stopped playing like main League of Legends mode and I play like their auto chess. So it's like, okay. like a little like strategy um turn based kind of thing. Okay. Um TFT, it's a lot more fun and people mm-hmm. aren't as mean. And mm-hmm. that one I will play by myself because they also have like a phone version and it's like very chill. You just like put people nice. on the board, walk away. Yeah. Um don't so, feel like your life depends on the decisions yes. you make and whether you're jungling or whether you're running around or whatever yeah absolutely like when i was playing apex last night like my friends i am what's fun about apex i think versus like halo Mm -hmm. or like league of legends is the rounds can be so short yeah and like it's like no big deal oh you lost no big deal get into another one um and like it's really it's still fun even if you lose like you jump down into like the fight ring and you like punch a bunch of people and then you get killed and it's like you know that was fun i got to punch some people let's go again (laughs) Um, yeah so i think competitive gaming or not competitive but like cooperative online gaming back yeah. then was a lot scarier mm-hmm. and now there's like steps you can take to like make it less intimidating like no yeah. voice chat make sure to only play with your friends like teams yeah. are like three and smaller yeah um or play when you can play by yourself mm-hmm. Ugh, what a scary time early yeah Xbox no definitely me. and <clears throat> that is that is absolutely hilarious uh I'm laughing with you, not at you. Like, it's just, man, looking back on that is hilarious. Um, I was definitely very intimidated um, of online gaming, especially because I think just the way I played games was very personal and I was definitely immersed in the world. Um, I cared about my character and um, just getting wasted by these people and them saying just horrific things to you was just like, man, this doesn't really feel that fun um, until you were with a group of friends and then you felt a little more comfortable and whether you played bad or good, you could kind of bounce off of your friends. um, And that was definitely a much better experience. Um, And Modern Warfare 2 really kicked the door down for me um, with all of my friends that finally just went, oh my God, let's get into it. That also had something to do with my parents being like, I don't really feel great about the military shooters, like play something else for a while. Um, and that was, that's totally fine. Um, but once Modern Warfare 2 came out and I was able to play it, um, that's when online gaming definitely felt much easier, fun, um, competitive enough, not, not legit competitive, not ranked or anything like that, but just, you know, competitive games. Um, and yeah, from there, um, I got more comfortable with online gaming and, and doing all of that. Um, I also, I, I always forget this, but I also was into RuneScape and yeah. um, that, that was definitely traumatizing when you went out into the wildy and got wasted and yes. then people took all your shit and you're just like, I, I worked for like 
six days to get that chain mail and I just lost it. Like it's gone, gone. And RuneScape's like, yeah, bro, sorry. You walked out into that little boundary that we told mm-hmm. you. If you're out here, people could kill you. Um, oh, I remember yeah. that. I remember like everyone was playing, like even in elementary school. Yes. Like absolutely. people were like playing on those big chunky Macs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like Oregon Trail or old school RuneScape. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. cool math games or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but but then, that was, you know, that was another experience of online gaming that was really fun because you saw other people in the world. And it was like, oh my God, that person's like running around and they could be anywhere in the world right now um, playing their game, which is really cool. Um, but also terrifying when, like I said, you went out in the wildy or you went into the PVP arenas and you're betting on all kinds of stuff and you lose and, and you just, you know, hate yourself for a little while for that. Yeah. Maybe that's what traumatized us was RuneScape. And that's why yeah, we were I'm, so hesitant. I'm really starting to dive into that now. And I'm starting to realize that I think that was, that was it. That was the yeah. start. I think they owe us, um, some sort of compensation for what they did to our psyches. For yeah, I agree. Gaming. And I will take all of the armor that I lost back in the day right now. You can give yes. it back to me. That'll I still make have my better. login. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, Xbox was definitely the online um, gaming. And actually I'm thinking about this more. Um, that makes a lot of sense because even in high school, um, when I was playing online on the PlayStation, Xbox was definitely the more competitive scene as far as online is concerned. Um, like people will always say like, um, you know, people who had Xboxes, it's like they go on a PlayStation and it's almost a breeze to play online because people were just so good in Xbox. And that definitely has everything to do with how long they had been playing online. PlayStation really wasn't about that um, with the games that they were making exclusive and what they were kind of pushing. Um, Xbox was so much more about Halo, obviously, um, but also the other shooters, Gears of War, um, Killzone was out there. Um, yeah, Call of Duty, obviously. But um, that I've just thought about that a lot in in doing this podcast, that Xbox was just a much more competitive scene. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, like people were on it for much longer than they were on the PlayStation side of things. Yeah, it was just, I don't know, it felt more intense. And maybe that's why Cause like during the, I don't see the console wars as much of a thing now. No. Like nope. but back then it was like, you pick a hill and you die on it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I kind of like, I think I just picked Xbox cause that's what my friends were on at the time. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the more like online yeah. console. So I was like, sure. I'll pick Xbox. And lucky for me, I have five siblings. So someone else got a PlayStation. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we were like all sharing technically but xbox was Mm. mine but like you could i had best of both worlds but like it really was like if someone was like oh i'm team playstation and someone else was xbox they're just like we're not going to get along yeah like thank god that's not a thing as much of a thing anymore yeah um i just wish everyone would get along and do cross play because i'm tired yeah Yeah, absolutely and it's in cross play is definitely developing um but there are and we can, we can talk about it now. Um, the exclusives, PlayStation is crushing exclusives yeah. right now. Um, I mean, to name just three right off the top of my head, The Last of Us, uh, or, or uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was a big one, but Ghost of Tsushima that just came out, um, you know, just absolutely massive trend-setting games that you c- literally cannot play on the Xbox. And um, Xbox is like, 
uh, we're just going to tease you with another Halo for another year and do this again. Oh, was, there's a Gears of War thinking, 5. What do they even have right now that makes it yeah. worth it to just buy an Xbox? As far as exclusives are concerned, I, I don't really None? think there is anything out there. Um, yeah. But like I said earlier, they bought Bethesda. And so now their whole package includes everything from uh, Wolfenstein to Skyrim to um fallout so like they they just bought some massive titles and elder scrolls 6 has been kicked around for ever since skyrim originally came out instead we got like what four or five skyrim remasters (laughs) yeah they're they're still releasing dlcs and it looks like it was on a playstation 2 yes it's it's, so like just move on yeah as a culture Uh, we need to go But um, Elder Scrolls Six, the uh, the controversial thing is it might be an exclusive now, and many people playing Skyrim on PlayStation are like, "Are you actually joking? I've been waiting for this game for this long, and they just bought them, and now it's going to be exclusive." I think it'll be a timed release. I think it'll come out on the Xbox, and then it'll come out on the PlayStation later, um, Probably, which yeah. is all fair. I, I still have such a backlog of PlayStation games. Another one that just came to mind is Spider Man. Oh, you yeah. can't play Spider-Man on Xbox. Like that's uh, just thinking about that is insane. It's it's Xbox really is losing these games if there were any wars left to win. Yeah, exactly. But oh. they are um, they are pushing the Game Pass um, oh. deal, and Game Pass is you know your Netflix of gaming, and so mm-hmm. the fact that you can access that on PC and Xbox. They're really not that concerned about their exclusives, and also you have to take into account Microsoft is like a I don't know, $100 billion company and PlayStation Sony is like a $5 billion company. So Microsoft is not, it's bread and butter is not gaming as a huge company, as a conglomerate. It's more just about the software, the hardware and, and all that. But um, yeah, just the fact that they're losing the console wars, I don't really think comes up Doesn't on their radar. <laughs> no, um, especially because Game Pass is going to be a game changer because look at the rise of Netflix, HBO Max, every different uh, streaming service that's coming out right now, it's happening because they're popular, they're easy to access. You access a ton of titles, you can get to play them at any time of the day, no matter what. Um, Xbox is trying to really push the Game Pass and and copy that model for gaming. Um, And I think uh, PlayStation doesn't have anything. I mean, they have PS Now, um, but I don't know anyone who is using PS Now. Um, So, yeah, Xbox is winning in that, and it's a it's a subscription, right? So they are just going to reel in the dough because you're not going to play 600 titles in a month. You're going to play mm-hmm. one, maybe. So they're making 15 bucks or 20 bucks a month off of you, and really all you're doing is logging into a game every once in a while. Um, yeah. So and they've already spent the cost of putting the yeah. game there. Like the the it's done. Yeah. So they're just raking it in the money because they put yeah. the cost into it already. Um, I guess there's like maintaining servers and whatnot, but like, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think like place not, not PlayStation. I know a lot of more people who use like PCs now, mm-hmm. just because like thankfully PlayStation is letting like crossplay happen for some things, mm-hmm. um, or like Apex. I was playing last night with people who have it on PlayStation, uh-huh. and like, and I played on the computer, and like, we can just like play back and forth with each other mm-hmm. and that's great but i am i remember like when overwatch came out uh-huh. i had that on the xbox and a lot yeah. of friends had it on pc and like we just couldn't play with each other yeah um, 
which was pretty tragic. And now I'm like, fine, I'll just get a PC. Sorry, Xbox. So like, that's how they kind of lost me. It was like no crossplay. Yeah. yeah. So and that's on them. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Um, before we dive into, because I want to talk about jumping into PC, because that's definitely a huge topic. That's actually how Ava started gaming. Um, and it is definitely in our future to be getting a PC. I mean, I, I'm going to stick with PlayStation just because uh, I'm just a nostalgic, hard-headed guy and that's just what I'm going to do. Um, and like I, like we've just talked about, there's a lot of exclusives, exclusives out there that I'm very interested in. Um, but anyways, when we get a bigger place and when we're able to have an office and, and a setup like that, that is definitely something we're going to be investing in. So I want to hear your thoughts on getting started and how all that went. Um, but before we dive into that, we're going to take a quick break. So when we come back, we'll hit the whole PC discussion and talk about getting into that. So we'll be right back. Lit. All right, we're back. And just before the break, we were talking about PC gaming and how um, you have made the investment and you have freed yourself from the uh, semi-annual, semi-releases um, of the consoles. So tell me about why you did it and what that process was like because um, Kyle Paulson just did that and he um, got himself a PC setup and he was super stoked about you know, building it and all that stuff. And I'm really interested to hear his story, but tell me what it was like for you. Okay. So I got my PC during quarantine, actually. Gotcha. Um, and the problem with that is that if you want, I was like originally building mine, like yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, or wanted to. Yeah. But the problem with that is during the early stage of the pandemic, things got a little crazy and now it's really really hard to find good like graphics cards and certain pieces you need to build the pcs okay because they just they just weren't being imported and now they're they were like the factories weren't making them and like mm-hmm. it's just hard so i bought a pre-built one okay which you know not perfect but it's it's fine yeah i'm not doing anything super competitive um yeah. but it's been really fun a lot of friends um, also have PCs okay. and like also the like cross play as I think I mentioned earlier like it works with like PlayStation 4 friends sometimes for like Apex yeah um, but also it's because like I talked about Stardew earlier I played that on the Switch first okay. but it had come out on the PC years before oh, and I, I was see. like I was like oh my god I could have been playing this this whole time <laughs> so now I'm like I'm more into these games that are online, like, mm-hmm. um, like Hades, for example, is yeah. just now on Switch, okay. I think, but it was in beta on PC for like a year mm-hmm. or two, and then it came out last year, and mm-hmm. incredible game, Yeah, but for a while, like, you could only play it on the PC, Yeah. Um, so I was like, I should start doing that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, of course, like other games, like League of Legends is only on your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. Uh, it's also just like n- such a nice vehicle for like indie games. Yeah, like definitely. Games like that. Or like, you know, uh, did you ever play Among Us? Like when that whole craze was going on? So uh, I personally didn't, but my buddy Alton was like always chomping at the bit to get my group to play. Cause it's like, guys, this is insane. It's so much fun. Yeah. So tell me about it. So Among Us, well, wow. What a cultural moment that was last yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, a lot of factors into that. Probably the pandemic played a big thing. Everyone's yep. looking for a way to connect with friends. Um, like the rise of like the popularity of like online streamers. Mm-hmm. Like also, also made it Fall so Guys fun. was in this 
Yeah, um, bald guys also cultural, you know, come of age. What a moment we had over like this year. Yeah. Uh, but Among Us, like it's five dollars mm-hmm. to play on the PC, or it's free on your phone or tablet or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like super accessible, and it's like a very simple, like mafia style game, mm-hmm. and it just worked so well, and it was like so fun. And a yeah. little stressful if like you played it the right way with your friends. Yeah. Um, but it's just like those things aren't, I mean, they made it accessible by putting it on like your phone, but it's like so mm-hmm. much easier on the computer. And it's just like things like that. Like, I don't want to miss out on playing those kinds of games. Yeah, right. And like, there was no port. I think it's on Switch now, mm-hmm. but like that was after the hype had like mostly died. Like, what was it? Like August, September, everyone was playing. Yes. Like right you before the holidays, escape. yeah. Yeah, they made whole songs about it. <laughs> yeah. It like launched people's careers as like streamers. Yeah. Um, it's just like so incredible, like the influence it had on everyone. Mm-hmm. Like they got Congress, like Congress members playing this yeah. game and yeah, explaining exactly. political policy to us while <laughs> like running around, like trying not to get murdered. Um, <laughs> and then that happened in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, it's just like, these things are so cool and it helps like it feels like it's shrinking not like the world but like the world of gaming a little bit like yeah, it's bringing definitely. everyone closer and so I was like I will definitely be playing games on PC mm-hmm. um I need to be part of these cultural moments <laughs> yeah yeah and I just feel like um it has changed from sitting on your couch watching the television or playing gaming to now when especially with the pc setup like you're you're stepping into a world and it's getting smaller it's getting more accessible um i would hope parts and pieces are getting a little cheaper more accessible for people to set up their pcs um and yeah it just feels like especially with the rise of streaming you're seeing everyone with their setups you're seeing that on memes you're seeing that in videos like people with their pc setups and all that kind of stuff so it's really starting to push that um that narrative of like, hey, it's mm-hmm. it's about time to get on that PC gaming because it is much better graphics, much better experience, much more fluid. You have more games to play. You're getting, like you said, you get them earlier, um, and you have things like Steam or All Access or um, like we were talking about Game Pass. So, so much of it is like, hey, it's it's there on PC. But I th- I feel like for our generation, so much of us so many of us grew up on consoles and we're just not letting go of that experience. And that's definitely in my case. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I have heard so many people, my buddy Spencer got into it. My buddy Kyle, um, Chris is actively getting involved right now. So it's just, it is definitely happening right now. And it's a great time to do it because like we're talking about, there's so much more games to play and it's accessible and it's, it's what's hot right now. It's definitely what's new and fresh and and fun right now. Yeah. I also feel like, I may have only had mine for like a short amount of time, Mm -hmm. but the ability to upgrade it is like a Mm. big plus. Like for, I don't have to buy a whole new thing. I do with like the PlayStation. Mm. Um, And like, also you can pick like your case and like how it looks. Mm. Um, Like it doesn't, like the PlayStation 5 looks weird. Yes. Um, Sorry to whoever made it. I know you worked hard, but like you did a bad job. (laughs) Um, And like, I can choose whatever my PC looks like, whatever yeah. case it's in. If I'm like, oh no, it's a little slow. I don't have mm-hmm. to buy a whole new thing. I could just like upgrade like the RAM or something. Yeah. Um, so it just feels more versatile. Yeah. 
And then also with everything coming together, like you can plug in your PlayStation controller to your PC if you want. Yes. If you still like like the feeling of a controller, yep. like you can still use it. Um, which, you know, I mean, you still had to buy the controller, but you can still, <laughs> if you have an old one, it works. Yeah, absolutely. And you still get that feel. And again, the frames per second are absolutely just butter and it just, everything feels and looks so good. And um, another thing that I've thought about a lot with um, my setup at my last apartment, the setup here is the comfortability of being on a couch far away from the screen and my head is a little bit turned one direction as opposed to being like sitting good like good posture sitting right in front of the screens they're right there and it, it's just more comfortable even just to be at your setup at your desk or wherever your setup is um as opposed to the tv with the couch because that's great for movies and great for shows and great for relaxing but when I'm gaming, I'm all leaned up and tense and like my back is, you know, just bad. It's so bad for my lower back and all that stuff. So um, I'm definitely taking heed of that and realizing like I could get a really nice gaming chair and be right up next to the screen and it's not killing my eyes. It's not killing my back. Like even that aspect is, is really important too and something that is definitely um, attractive to get into the PC gaming. Yeah, it's like, it feels a little more intense when mm -hmm. you're, I mean, there is like the fun. Definitely, I'm still like a big fan of like co-op couch play with like, uh -huh. you got, like your friends over, you're playing Smash or you're like playing. The Switch is perfect for that. Yes, it's that's, I think Switch is honestly the superior console. Not uh, I, in like found like hardware, but like concept. Yes, Absolutely. I completely agree with you. It, it, it does so much and it's such a small little thing. It does as good of graphics as the PlayStation or the Xbox, I mean, sometimes and the versatility of the console is insane and you have the backing of nintendo so think about mm -hmm. all the games you're playing and there are so many ports going into the switch so you can play things like the witcher 3 if you want to get into a really intense rpg um, or like you said hades if you want to get into a hack and slash like there is so much happening with the switch and I've said this before, but Ava just picked it up um, because she was looking into it, really liked it. And then I, I took, it totally took me by surprise, but we love the switch. And I agree with you. It is the superior console because it's not just a brick sitting on your entertainment system. It doesn't look like the piece of, you know, piece of crap that the PS5 is. And you can do so much with it. If you want to just be back on the couch and kick the kickstand out on your coffee table and just play right there with you and your friend, you can do it or hook up the TV, play four player Mario Kart smash, whatever. It is just so versatile and so cool. And like they've taken all the fun things of like the Wii. I don't know if you had a Wii. Yes, I did. But like all like the sports games and stuff like that was my jam. I absolutely yes. loved like Wii bowling or boxing yeah. um, early again, early on in quarantine, how influential um, yeah. the ring fit for yeah. the switch sold out everywhere you had to pay like people were reselling for like three hundred dollars i'm like it's an yeah. eighty dollar game calm down yeah but, like i recently just got it because it was back in stock okay that thing works it's a workout it's a lot of fun also mm -hmm. um but like they just they took all of the cool elements from like the wii and then what was the thing i think that sony tried to do playstation where you could plug the, in the vita uh, vita yes and like they i think they had like they took that made it better so yep. the fun of like the Wii and like kind of like- And their, a DS and a Game Boy and smashed it in there too. Absolutely. And like 
it's just so fun to be able to be like, oh no, the thing that's in my living room, I'm going to take it to my bedroom actually. Yeah. And like go and play a game. And I don't know, they just like perfectly did the best job anyone could. And even the mm-hmm. little like ones that are only mobile, mm-hmm. like they're cute. I yeah. Just, aesthetically, I'm kind of like, should I buy one of each color? Collect <laughs> it. I was like, no, no, you will not get me today, Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, and I, I've said this for a long time, but Nintendo has always been about getting people together to play games and how how do they design their console to do that? And they just blew it out of the water with the setup and just the versatility of, of that console is nuts. Um, and then, like I said, you have the backing of so many great games. That's really important because it could be a great concept, but if the games on there just don't play well, then it's like, well, cool concept, but I, I don't have anything to play. But no, this is like, uh, yeah, we have like, 6,000 games you can play that are all extremely fun to play on our console with our remotes and how we use our controllers and stuff. I mean, yeah, they, they get like an A plus plus on the console design. Um, and everything else is just left in the dust because it's just a brick that sits on your entertainment system on your entertainment system. And you, you know, you play with the controller or what, whatever the setup is. Um, yeah, I am a full believer in the switch and, um, yeah, we're still playing the crap out of it. And, um, I would recommend it to anyone and everyone like if you have kids if you are just starting out in gaming like it hits every age group every demographic um it has something for you so i definitely definitely recommend the switch it also did such a great job because it does have like those like a plus titles like mm-hmm. nintendo backing it but they did a really smart thing and they opened up their shop that like if you have an indie game put it on like yeah sure it's open and like like Untitled Goose Game. I don't know if you saw that. That so was like the this really funny game that was like a puzzle game where okay. you just played as like a shitty goose. <laughs> and like your whole thing is like, okay, you want to steal the food from the house. So you uh-huh. need to untie the kid's shoelace and make him fall over. And then someone comes to help and oh you lock them out. Oh my God. And you're just like this awful goose, like terrorizing this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so funny. And like the developer didn't have a name for it. So they just put it out as Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> And it was on Switch. It was also on Steam, I think. But like, they just like put everything up and like, that was like a little phenomenon for a while. Mm -hmm. But like every like small little game, like they open up their store to it and like the discoverability of it, like that Mm -hmm. keeps you on the Switch. Cause like, yeah, Mario Kart's fun, but sometimes Mm -hmm. I want to do something else. And that's definitely like, sure. I'll play Zelda for hours and hours, but you know Mm -hmm. what? I'm going to switch it up and I'll play this cute little like Stardew Valley um it's just they did a great job not trying to do not i mean like xbox didn't do this but like their whole thing was like here's our games play yeah. our games and like don't play the other ones and like yeah. Nintendo was like no play all of the games we're fine <laughs> use just use our system and i was yeah. like okay i will yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, it looks like that and i can do how many things with it yeah i'm i'm easily I'm in. sold yeah <laughs> So that's the Um, one console I still have, but the PC is still my favorite. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And it it just is so telling that that's, that's your transition, because that's the smart thing to do is have the the best thing you can. It's a computer that does anything and everything, but also the best gaming and you have the best console right now. So that's, that's definitely huge. Um, Speaking of kind of today's gaming, what is your favorite games to play on your PC? 
Um, we talked a little bit about what you're playing on the switch, but what, what do you find yourself playing the most today? Um, and is it like you said, the co-op experience or is it the single player experience or is it kind of a mix of all of that? For the most part, it's like co-op games. Um, I think before quarantine, I was more happy to like take time for myself mm. and like play a game. And that's when I was like, I will play this like JRPG mm. or I will play like this little game by myself, single story. But now I'm like, I miss my friends. We're going to shoot people together online. <laughs> like we started playing like my friend group and I, we all re-downloaded like Left 4 Dead 2 oh on, wow like, the pc yeah and we were like playing this ancient well, that's not that old but we were playing yeah. this game that's like not new and like having yeah. such a good time with it because there's also such like a strong um like mod community for it oh hell yeah so like i would make every character like i was playing as um like sonic the hedgehog <laughs> and then like another we made like one of the enemies like the giant um like the what were they called like the boomers the big ones that explode mm-hmm. yeah um that was wario oh my god the spitters were like squidward and like spongebob so you'd hear them menacingly in the background like yeah. it's just so fun to yeah. like add like little mods onto it but like mm-hmm. the community aspect of it that's another thing about pc actually is the mods you can do to yes. it like i don't know if you remember like the the hilarious ones for skyrim that came out like someone made the dragons Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> so like he was flying through the sky and like off in the distance you'd just hear like Macho Man. Oh my God. It was so good. And I was like, yeah. maybe I should get on this. Um, <laughs> so like things like that, you can, um, like they made mods for Among Us and stuff too mm-hmm. recently that like, just like, it makes it just like a little more fun. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, the, I watch a lot of mods on um, one of my favorite games is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of mods for that game. I watch a, it's like a weekly channel that says top, top five mods of the week. And they've put anyone and everyone in there. They've put like the gonk droid, the little mm-hmm. square robot with the two legs. Like they, they made that one a Jedi. And so it's like, has this lightsaber that's flying around it. And it's, it, I mean, they just made some hilarious things and it's all because they opened it up on PC and people can download mods and they can make them whatever they want. And it's just really, when you said, you know, the big thing about that is the community aspect, right? It's like, I'm doing this passion thing and opening it up to everybody because it looks cool and it's fun to play. Mm -hmm. And that's the best part about it is that it's purely just, I want people to have fun with this. And I think it's funny or I think it's really cool. And I think other people will. Um, and there's just nothing like that on consoles. Everything is just like what the developers give you or what the publishers give you. Um, and PC is just a different animal and it's really good for it because, um, like you said, I mean, macho man, Ben <laughs> Savage, like flying through the air in a, in a fantasy, um, you know, dark ages game is just hilarious. And it's just because someone was like, why not? I'm going to do it. So like, I will make this. Yeah. Thank you. It's just, it just adds, like, you can, like, share with your friends, like, which ones you're using. Like, one mm-hmm. friend was like, oh, hey, I'm using this mod that turns all the zombies in Left 4 Dead 2 into the Plants vs. Zombies ones. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or, like, instead of, like, their scary zombie sounds, they made the um, sound that Tim Allen makes in the Home Improvement, like, song. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know that sound that he makes. But it's like in the home improvement, like opening uh-huh. or something. And like every time a zombie says a sound, it's just that sound. 
and it was horrible but like it was very yeah. funny that my friend told me to use that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're just pranking each other with different mods yeah but like it's just like a nice community aspect of pc Mm-hmm. Um, you can play by yourself. Like I've been like Hades. I will like normally most days I'm in a discord and gotcha. I'm like talking to my friends and like watching them play games or they're like, we're sharing and playing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Hades, I did like turn off voice chat and I was like, I'll be back actually, yeah. because like, this is pretty cool. And you like wanted to hear the music and there's like a story to it. Cool. Um, but most days I am like, let's play TFT. Let's play League of Legends. Um, okay. They're all playing Overwatch and I'll be like, I'll watch. Mm-hmm. I'll watch you guys because I'm not going to buy that game a second time. Yeah. It's not worth it. Also, <laughs> what is Overwatch 2 even? What are they I'm doing? Seeing, I'm seeing so many like teasers and different things. And it's just like, what is it even going to be? Is it just they're re-releasing new maps or a couple new characters like why even make a two i don't i don't understand just just update the original it looks like they're just like updating the skins and like everyone looks like a little more hd or something Mm -hmm. and i don't understand the point of it but yeah i also i'm just like i'm not gonna give you 25 more dollars dollars yeah or whatever it is yeah like sorry overwatch i'm over (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah mostly just like cooperative games online very cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, Warzone has been the biggest one for me just because mm-hmm. of the friends aspect. Because yeah. um, that's what we used to play back in the day when Modern Warfare 2 was out. And um, now my friend group is all over the country. And so, and plus quarantine, right? And Warzone released the weekend before quarantine officially started. So it's like, that's a crazy, we're, we're at the, just over the one year anniversary of the pandemic, which is just nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what some crazy timing there to release that massive online game right before all that. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, that's, that's definitely been a majority of what I play when, you know, guys are on or or hitting up, or we have a group me that keeps running about all that kind of stuff. But, um, I've also definitely been immersing myself in different single player games. Ava and I are playing the uncharted series, the fourth, um, edition right now, or the fourth game, Um, I'm into the Witcher three, I'm finishing the last DLC. So like, there's definitely a big single player um, aspect to it for me. And I I just, the biggest thing for me is I like to immerse myself, get lost, um, but also not get lost in TV shows, get lost in something I'm actively engaging in. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's big for me because my brain is just running at hundred miles an hour. And I like to do something with it rather than sometimes just watching a TV show, which sometimes I just veg out and I'm just like, I don't even have the energy to turn on the console and play the game or whatever. But um, yeah, definitely for me, it's, it's getting lost, but in something that's actively engaging. And a lot of that is that single player campaign style um, and just trying to get through the backlog that I have, um, which kind of brings me to the point of next gen, which is funny because that means nothing to you. And I'm sure you'd love that uh, mm-hmm. because it's PC gaming. I'm free. And, yeah. You're totally <laughs> free from it. And um that whole horrific, still horrific PlayStation 5 release and the Xbox Series X and S and all of that stuff is just like, it's such a joke. I mean, it's it's really sad that scalpers got their hands on so many units of the PS5 and are reselling them for like thousands of dollars mm-hmm. um, and really screwing up the system. But um, 
just in and of itself, the point of getting a next gen console right now just doesn't doesn't matter to me because a most of what you would be playing on it is what you can play on the PS4 or the Xbox um, One, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's a big a big investment of money, and it's like it's such a honk of a machine so you just got to rearrange a bunch it's just like it just seems so taxing to get this next gen console which is great because it's 60 frames per second and i've got a 4k tv so i really want to get the the most out of my tv and and all that stuff and i have a i have a ps4 slim so it's a little bit upgraded from the base ps4 but it's not it's not a 60 frames per second you know 1080p plus you know 1440p whatever um but yeah it's just crazy that they released the next gen consoles and I, I just looked around and most of my friends were just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying a next gen console. I know, I know, I know three people, four people with a next gen console. Three of them are Xbox and one. I've met one person who actually has gotten their hands on a PS5. Um, and it's dope. Don't get me wrong. Like the haptic feedback on the controller is insane. Um, and you know, there's just some really cool quirks about it, but as far as really investing yourself in the next gen console just doesn't make any freaking sense because also I have such a backlog from the amazing games that PlayStation has put out in the last three years. I haven't touched Spider-Man. I haven't touched Ghost of Tsushima. Like there are massive titles that I need to get into. Um, and I'm totally content right now. So it's just, it's just crazy that the next gen console release, I feel like was nothing like the PlayStation four and the Xbox three, like, when the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 came out, it was like humongous, especially because the online gaming was just starting to peak. Um, but it just feels like this is such an afterthought these days with the next-gen consoles. And and really now because of how much of the rise of PC um, mm-hmm. is coming up these days. Yeah, absolutely. They um, really dropped the ball for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. It's just, I don't know how you underestimate so heavily yeah. it was like a purposeful strategy to build hype for it i don't yeah i just don't get it um make I mean, more units yeah like them. there was like kind of a similar issue with the switch when it came mm. out but it wasn't like to this degree it was just like oh you probably can't get the blue and red one you'll have to get the gray one uh-huh. and it, i was like oh no i have to <laughs> buy a different color and I can just buy a cover for it and mm-hmm. slap it on there. Yeah, exactly. And then like quarantine did mess things up for a lot of people. So Definitely. I'm wondering, like, did this have a play into like the factories and like, that's true. But also it's like, then wait, Yeah. PlayStation, you could wait a little while. I know uh, a few people who have PlayStation fives. Okay. Um, And like, they're just so big and ugly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't see a point in getting it when i mean i don't at all but like i don't (laughs) like besides my friends having maybe like those exclusive games Mm -hmm. and like wanting to play it on there yeah um like there's no real motivation for me if i can just upgrade my pc Mm -hmm. to whatever specs i need yeah sorry playstation 5 (laughs) who even who even knows what xbox is doing no one cares no literally sorry microsoft yeah you have so much money i'm not actually sorry um (laughs) But like, I think PC might be kind of the future if we let, or if PlayStation will um, let go let of crossplay. a few things. Yeah. 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 Spider-Man. Like, I cannot believe Sony landed that deal. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But I completely agree. If they, 
and it, and it doesn't make any sense for them to let go of these things because then they stop selling consoles and, and mm-hmm. all of that. But um, if they would, then I, I absolutely think there would not be much stopping people from setting up their PCs besides having the space to do it. And um, it is an investment right off the bat, but the, the money you're going to save down the road, the heartache you're going to save down the road, the headache that you're going to save down the road is just like, it's so worth it. And it's just so not worth it to be waiting for these companies to release, you know, these computers, it's just a computer and all it does is play video games. So you're like even hampering yourself more than what you could just do with a, with a full setup of a PC. Um, the biggest thing for me on the PlayStation five is absolutely the exclusives and the sequels uh, that they're coming out with. So horizon forbidden West is going to be coming out on the PS five. That's massive for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of, of what else I want to eventually play um, cyberpunk 2077 on the next gen consoles. Cause it's never going to work for current gen. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think of the other um, sequels that I've been waiting for on the, on the PlayStation five. But um, anyways, it's, it's all, it all has to do with the games. That's, that's yeah. really it. And that, of course, like I said, the 4k TV, I want to get the most out of that. Um, but really it's all about the games. So those went to PC, then I'd be staring at myself like, shit, I really need to get the desk and get the computer and get set up. Um, so yeah, it yeah. is like one thing I do miss about consoles. Um, I have so many like collector, like Blu-ray sets of like shows and movies. Uh-huh. I like, um, I don't have a DVD player or a Blu-ray player at all. Oh, and I, wow. And I realized that after like, I didn't have any consoles anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second how do i buy a blu-ray player yeah i was like i'm not buying a blu-ray player like some sort of like 18th century person (laughs) um but like because like laptops don't come with the disk drive anymore yeah wow this is a really good point i thought like oh i'll just plug in my laptop and then i like looked and i was like actually never mind (laughs) i I won't be doing that and i didn't i didn't think to put a disk drive in my pc so I'm a little out of luck for Blu-ray players unless I decide to buy a console again. Uh-huh. Um, or I'll just never watch anything that I own. Yeah, right. No, now you're just going to buy it on Netflix and all the other 50 screen- yeah. streaming services. They've that- put most of the things on like streaming yeah. services. So it's like not a big deal. But I was like. But okay. still like the okay. classics, like, I don't know. There are definitely movies out there that we own both. So my entertainment system has two doors on the sides that open up and then they have stacks of my PlayStation games and, and movies and stuff like that. It's like, I like the feel of opening that up, picking out a movie, opening it up, putting in the PlayStation, sitting down, grabbing the popcorn and watching a movie. Like yeah. that's, there's something very nostalgic and fun about that. And there's also something so terrifying about flipping through streaming services and, and never turning on a movie because you've spent an hour and a half just looking through movies and thinking, I don't really want to watch that or yeah, Every I kind of watch that. It's yeah, it's absurd uh, because you were just inundated with the volume of how many titles they have. Um, and then you never pick one. But anyways, just talking about the, the disc drive thing, that is something I would definitely not think about until you're halfway through the build and you're like, let's watch a movie. And you're like, oh my I God. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't watch the thing I wanted. Yeah. It's fine. I'll get over it or I'll buy a Blu-ray player, <laughs> but like, yeah. you, you don't think about these things sometimes and then it's too late. Uh, but like for 
the exclusives for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Like I can definitely see that being like the only reason. Like if they do like, hey, the next Elder Scrolls, PlayStation only. I can see that being like the driving factor for people buying a console. Yeah. But like how much are they? Like five hundred dollars? Yes. So the I'm pretty sure they're four hundred and five hundred. So you would buy a four hundred dollar console that doesn't have a disc drive. Because they have can't the, even watch the Blu-rays on it. Ex- exactly, they have the uh, digital version and they have the um, uh, disc drive version. Sorry, what? It's a hundred dollars more for a disc drive. Yep. How much is a Blu-ray player? You Ugh. probably find those for fifteen dollars somewhere. I guarantee it. But yeah, Sony. So, I know, I know. It's it's crazy, especially when you start comparing it. When you really start thinking about the PC, it's like you're gonna buy a $400 box that doesn't do anything but play streaming services or games digitally or just start building your PC, start that initial investment and get the graphics card and then start going. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like mine awesome. wasn't that cheap. It was like 1200. Yeah. But I mean, that's that first stimmy. That's what I spent it on. <laughs> yep. Second Stimmy just hit. Let's go, everybody. Buy a PC. Yep. Um, I guess with monitor is probably closer to like fourteen hundred. Yeah, right. It's like instead of the four hundred dollar PlayStation and then whatever else like the Xboxes or something. If I wanted to own everything, like it would probably be about the same. Yeah. So I'll just chill. Yeah. (laughs) No, you got it. And and you know, speaking on that point to kind of wrap this thing up I wanted to ask you what are you looking forward to in gaming and like what what is um either the next big thing for you or are you pretty happy with what you're doing now consistently like is there something you're chomping at the bit to get um in the future what what is the future for you right now for gaming I am just like starting to like jump into like the world of indie games I guess Mm -hmm. like with um what Hades did last yeah. year was like very influential, I think, because it's like the smaller developer who mm. treats their employees well. Yeah. Like the thing is like, it's so crazy, like how toxic, like working in video games is like, yeah. it's like the crunch time you are working like 80 plus hours yep. a week, maybe like you're expected to not have a work-life balance, but like this company oh, that made Hades, they were like, mm. Hey, go home. Yeah. No crunch. Um, we're going to take our time with this game and I'm looking forward to like a more positive like environment around games Mm -hmm. like that and like the accessibility of indie games now and like their ability to be made because technology is like advancing and it's just like easier to make things like and like these don't have to be super complicated it doesn't need to look like um like the last of us to be a good game like among us the like arguably one of the biggest games of the year last year yes not even <laughs> remotely like on that level yeah it's like 95 <laughs> it's like all these small things are like things like stardew that were like made by one person over a yeah. few years like i'm just i love the different stories that everyone can tell mm-hmm. through like these smaller games and now that everything's like easier you don't need the funding of like a big triple a company yeah um, I'm looking for more games like Stardew. Like there's something mm-hmm. close to it called like Witchbrook, I think coming out. Okay. And it's like a similar thing, but you're like in a magic academy mm-hmm. instead of farming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like cute things like that, that mm-hmm. are like, 
like so many different people have stories they want to tell and it doesn't always have to be uh, this big corporate production mm-hmm. and like it's been opening up more and like that's very exciting for me to like yeah, absolutely get these cute smaller stories because games also don't have to be like 60 hours like no, it could be definitely not it could be 10 15 yeah like, there's a game celeste which i think is also like yes. a pixel game yes did you play that uh, I watched some gameplay of it, so I, I haven't like, played it myself, but yeah. It's so cute, and, like, it's yeah. a good kind of short game that, like, tells, like, an emotional story, and it's, yeah. like, I want more of that, please. Thank you. Yeah. Let's keep going this direction. Yeah, and it's manageable, right? It's not mm-hmm. like I Red Dead Redemption 2. That took me to complete the story, and especially the way I play video games, I will, um, I will factor that in. Um, it took me, like, 110 hours to finish mm-hmm. From, from start to finish, the epilogue, the whole thing, um, and finish it the way I wanted to finish it. So that's a massive time investment. And especially when I'm working 40 to 50 hours a week. So it's like you're playing it after dinner or you're playing sometimes on the weekends, but we're doing stuff on the weekends. It's like, you're not going to finish a game for six months. <clears throat> yeah. And that that's not necessarily the point. Um, especially when you're when you have games that can tell. I really like the way you put, you know, indie games are telling stories um, and they don't have to be corporate productions because everyone has a story to tell and some people can do it in very creative, simple ways. Um, And the fact that indie gaming is opening up and not, not being this dark little thing in the corner that you like might dabble with. It's more like it's an open community and it's more about like pushing out your product to everyone and letting them play your game and it doesn't have to be like you said 60 hours and it doesn't have to be some insane uh main character that's got six you know 16 hours of dialogue in it like it's it's very simple very beautiful um and it doesn't even have to be so pretty but it's beautiful that it's someone's passion project that you know they they didn't get backing or they didn't have to schlep through all the corporate meetings and listen to you know the the big the big wigs tell them how they need to make their game they're doing it for themselves um which is really positive. Like you said, I, I really like the way you put that too about the positive side of the community, because like you said, the crunch CD project red was really famous for what they said about cyberpunk. They're like, we are not doing crunch. And then about three minutes, three months before they're like, uh, everyone works six days a week. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, you just said, you just said, and not only that, but what you put out was God awful. So it's, it's a double whammy on the company of just like, where are your priorities and they're not with your people. Um, so I, I definitely get that. My, my, I had my cousin on Dean Leopis and he is somebody that is, has been writing in games for a little over 10 years now. And he's mm-hmm. done a bunch of different projects. Um, but yeah, he definitely had a lot to say about the crunch and a lot to say about what that is really like for the community. And um, he's definitely doing some really cool work on definitely smaller, some pro- smaller projects, some bigger projects. He's kind of writing for, bunch of different people but um yeah it it's really toxic and it's really not cool um and it's unfortunate that that it's for the games that i like to play i do like to play triple a um titles but um no i I think there's definitely something to be said about indie games and what that's doing for the community and what that's doing for the people in gaming behind um the scenes yeah like you mentioned red dead too and that was like a very infamous case of crunch that everyone was talking about they're just like these poor people working and I was like honestly like the story like Red Dead's good yeah and it's a beautiful game but I don't need to see people's pores (laughs) like 
it's okay if like their sweat beads are not there. I'm, yeah. I get it. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> or like, what was it like the last of us? Everyone was just like, look at the, the pores on these characters. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't care about Yeah. That. I just yeah. want to move along with the story. I'm okay, actually. Yeah, it's- no, Chris, Chris actually made a really good point about that. Talking about Ratchet and Clank. Um, so back in the day, one of my all-time favorite games ever, especially the series, the um, Ratchet and Clank through Up Your Arsenal. Ratchet Deadlock was kind of different, but anyways, um, great game, not not some gorgeous thing. And now his character, you can like, you can tell the difference between his fur. Like you can tell the strands of fur on his character. And it's like, you turned Ratchet into some like CGI squirrel. And it's, it's almost taking away from what I think about the game. And Chris said the same exact thing. He's like, I don't need it to look like a real cat on, on my screen. I need it to just look like a video game. And that's enough for me. I, I don't, and I don't even want to say that's enough for me because that's not the point. The point is that um, it doesn't need to be realistic in order for it to be a fun game. And, and it doesn't need to be this standard that you need to get up to. Like the game needs to be so pretty and so gorgeous and all the different details. It's like, but does it though? Like, does it really need to be that for a game to be that fun to play? Like Apex Legends is a certain art style. Like Borderlands is another really um, a good, like the cartoony aspect. It still flows really nicely and it still plays really well, but it's not like you stuck a real person in in the game. So I I totally hear your point on that. I think like recent years have really shown that you don't need to have realism to have a good game. Yeah. Like also Animal Crossing, one of yes, the most the one important year anniversary. games. Yep. Yes. It was one of the most important games of last year. Yeah. Happy birthday to it. Yeah. Um, because like it came out during beginning of pandemic, really brought people mm-hmm. together. It's just cute little villagers. Yeah. Having a good time. And like it was sold, it was like sold out everywhere. Yes. It was everyone has it. The memes were ev- like astronomical. <laughs> in yeah. Like you could not escape when it was out. Like, yeah. And like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, where was Last of Us 2's cultural impact? <laughs> I don't remember seeing very many memes of that. I yeah. saw a few, but like there's merch everywhere. Every You can see people with like Tom Nook on their bags. Yeah. It's just, I like for like the Game Awards, awards yeah, like Last of mm-hmm. Us 2 like swept. Yeah. But every, like almost every single like site had Hades as their game of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> little game with like well stunning graphics i think for like the art style it went with Mm -hmm. um and like animal crossing is like everyone's favorite game of the year among us fall guys which so fun so cute yeah like all these not not some realistic crazy thing it's it's so much more simplistic yeah everyone's favorite games i mean like there were games that that came out that were more realistic like what was Mm -hmm. it ghost of um ghost of tsushima yeah ghost of tsushima yeah that came out and people like were into it Mm mm-hmm um i think red dead mm-hmm. but it's like culturally these aren't having as big of an effect as yeah. like these less time crunchy yeah like games like i think animal crossing got pushed because they said they needed more time mm-hmm. and i was like thank you great absolutely push this game i yeah. will wait like yeah. it's like i want more i want 
I want shorter games that look less good. And I'm not joking. Like that's no, for real. And, like and that, that might sound, that might sound um, not intuitive, but it, it's absolutely true because <clears throat> what are we getting out of the video game? We're still getting out a good story. We're still, or, or it doesn't have to be a deep story, but a good interaction. And especially with the pandemic, a lot of it has to do with that online interaction and that cooperative play or competitive play, whatever you want to do. Um, but like you said, it doesn't have to look like you're actually in some other place or you're actually talking to real people. Like that's not, that's not the point for so many people. And like you said, the cultural impact, how you can tell how many players are on, are on it. It was among us. It was fall guys. It was animal crossing. It was, you know, all these games that again are not, they don't take the production that last of us or call of duty or um, you know, ghost of Tsushima or any of those major, major AAA titles that come out. They don't, you don't need to do that. Trust me. Yeah. I, I like those games and I, I definitely play a lot of them. Um, but as far as like, that is all that video games are is so not true. And there's just so much out there that you could be playing that again, doesn't take so long is really beautiful stories, really beautiful interactions, really good gameplay, strong gameplay mechanics. Um, that does not have to be from naughty dog, uh, respawn entertainment, you know, all these humongous companies. It doesn't have to be from that. Yeah. We can like, we can play Fortnite and listen to that little chug jug song all day long. Um, yeah. That cultural impact of Fortnite alone is a yeah. little concerning, but <laughs> yeah. it's there. Hey, whatever that makes the kids happy. Yeah, exactly. I can't exactly. play that game. I'll get made no. fun of by 12 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we'll wrap this thing up. <laughs> but um, thank you so much for taking the time on your Saturday to come on. I had a blast um, talking to you about gaming and um, we are definitely going to be tuning into your podcast um, and I think Ava is going to be hitting you up for maybe some Sailor Moon movies and some shows Let's go, so Ava. we'll see um, <laughs> but again thanks so much for coming on I had a blast talking to you of course um, thanks for having me on yeah of course so we'll be seeing you soon all right yay <laughs>